Hey! Hey! Welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, post-nuclear podcast. I'm your host, Vince. And I'm your well-dressed host, Olive. What's up? What's Not new? Not much. I am very tired. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, Happy. we're recording kind of early today. You can still see the light in my window. But other than that, I've had a pretty exhausting day. I, uh... I had a fucking weird day myself. Oh yeah, want to yeah. talk about it? I want to fix my camera first because I feel like I'm only occupying like the lower fifty percent of a screen. There we go. Um, yeah, uh, I just got back from a water park. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and if you know me, you know I don't enjoy things. But my God, did I have a blast! <laughs> oh my God, it was indoor because it's freezing on the east coast, the northeast. Of the course. Northeast. But I was in that wave pool all goddamn day. See, I never really thought you were much of a swimmer. Dude, I'm like a fish, but like more like a whale. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, it made me think about like, I used to go swimming a lot when I was a kid. Like a me lot. Me too, actually. Really? I'd always go to, uh, go to the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I went to the lake a, a bit as a kid, but like. I'd always go with my grandmother. It was always a, a blast. Yeah, it just reminded me of, like, being a kid, and you had, like, a friend with a pool or something, and you'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. let's go in the pool, and you go in the pool for, like, an hour, and then you get out, and then you go play GameCube for, like, an hour and a half, and then you get back in the pool, and then you get out, and then and you go back. hot dogs and mac and cheese. And just, all day, back and forth. Yeah. Back and forth, and just, like... And not good mac and cheese, we're talking, like, craft mac and cheese. Yeah, like, fucking shit that comes in that plastic <laughs> little cup, and you throw, like, yeah. water and powder. Oh, those things are terrible. Yeah. Um... I don't. I, I don't know about you. I'm not really a sports guy, but Kobe died. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad. I did see the news yeah. on that, and I was like, "Oh, that that Kobe." He he was uh, the other uh, the only other Kobe I could think of is the beef. That's why yeah, me too. that's that's who he was named. That's what he was named after. Really? Yeah. His parents went to Japan before he was born, and they loved Kobe beef, so they named their kid after it. Hmm. Yeah, but he died like tragically. Like a, yeah, it's horrible. It was a helicopter or plane crash? It was a helicopter. Yeah, and um, I read something that said he, I mean, he had stupid money. He was a Nike athlete mm-hmm. and he was a fucking waker. Um, and he said he bought a helicopter because L.A. traffic is so bad. And it was wow. like, oh, L.A. traffic killed Kobe. It was like, I don't... I wouldn't say that, but like, and then someone was kind saying, of a stretch, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like, Elon's tunnel doesn't look so dumb now, does it? But uh, there was the Staples Center. They had the Grammys. Did you watch the Grammys, my man? I did not. Fucking Tyler, the creator, won a Grammy. Really? Dude, I was fucking crying. I was like, yes! Fucking 13-year-old me is like, like inside was thrashing on burn people, kill shit, fuck school. Like, <laughs> it was just so, it was so nice to see this dude who I've been following for like a decade at this point, if not more, mm-hmm. like eleven years, I've been following this dude, and even though I didn't like his last album, just what was his last album? Igor, I didn't like it. What um, was the one before that? Flower Boy. I like Flower Boy a lot. Flower Boy. There's like two or three songs I wasn't super keen on, but that whole album is amazing. You could mm-hmm. listen to like track three to the track that's right before the last one like straight through and you wouldn't even know you wouldn't even know it's a different song um yeah that was a great album one of my favorite albums of all time is his album wolf uh Mm -hmm. but like 
he's I don't drink, which I mean, you know, I don't know if the audience knows, but he made me like, okay, he made me feel okay that I didn't have to drink. Like he made Mm -hmm. a big thing that he's like, I don't drink. I don't smoke weed. I don't do drugs. Like, and then I saw an interview with him recently where he was on Narward and he told Narward he was drunk. I don't know if he was. I don't know if he was just trying to make a joke, but like, it hurt to see that. But like, he got on, and there's a there's a song that's off of his first. It came out like a decade ago. It's off of his first like project that was Big Bastard. I think the song that he says it on his bastard, he goes, my goal in life is a Grammy. I hope my mom attends thee and then says something else. And I've seen the picture all over. He won the Grammy and his mom came on stage and I was fucking crying Aww. going, he, he did the thing he said he was going to do. Like, That's awesome. and then Jasper got on stage with him and he's like, this is my best friend in the world. We've known each other forever. And like, then he gives this whole speech about like how, um, how Pharrell was a huge inspiration to him. And he's like, I never felt like I belonged. Like I never felt like I I had any spot in the world. And like, you made me feel comfortable with myself, with your music. And I was like, wow, man, that's how I fucking felt about your music. Like, it was just really, really cool to like watch this full circle moment come together. Well, make it a loop de loop and invite me up when you get your Grammy. Me? I'm not going to fucking get a Grammy. Why would I get a Grammy? I don't know. Um, no, but it was at the Staples Center, and it was like, the day Kobe died was the Grammys. And fucking, yo, seriously, I know I'm like going on a tangent, look up the Alicia Keys intro to the Grammy song. Like, like right now? Like, no, I mean, just in general. Dude, I fucking love Alicia Keys. I Alicia fucking, Keys is really talented. Oh my god, dude, I was fucking, I was just listening to fucking, if I can't have you... Oh my god! Oh my god! I fuck it, dude. She's she's like a mom. Like the whole the whole time mm-hmm. she was at the Grammys, she was like a mom. She's probably a little high, which whatever. I'm not gonna judge. But she was just like, she was like, hey, we're all hurt and it's okay. We're here to celebrate. Like it was just cool. But the point I'm getting at with Kobe linking it all back together is the Staples the Staples Center is where the Lakers play. And today, someone brought a garbage can and put a note like a like a, a sign on the garbage can that says, "You know what to do." And someone was handing out pieces of paper, and they were balling up and going, Kobe, and throwing it in the bucket. Aww. Yeah, I just thought, like, little shit like that was cool. That's pretty fun, yeah. Um, Still, it, it's sad to see someone die so young. He's only, what, 41? 41, and his 13-year-old daughter was with him. Yeah, and, Is she like, okay? No, she's dead. Everyone's dead. I wasn't sure if anyone survived. <laughs> no, it was like nine or ten people died. Um, it was the pilot, dead, uh like two or three girls that were on her basketball team and i think their parents which how do you fit 10 people in a helicopter i didn't think helicopters fit that many people helicopters are big they're much bigger than i expected them to be i thought you could fit like six at most no there are various large helicopters damn i don't know maybe just because i'm not in the market to buy a helicopter how much do you think a helicopter can you google how much a helicopter costs real quick yeah sure just look up like a little four-person helicopter um yeah so. How much a helicopter cost? <laughs> Here's a summary from the Economic Times. Helicopters cost between $1.2 million and $15 million. Between $1.2 million and $15 million, depending on the size and the type of machinery. Okay, hold on. Look up how much a used helicopter is. How much a used helicopter cost? I should have said how much a used Here is information is. from Tough Nickel. Um, the cheapest one I can find is, uh, a quarter mil, 250,000. Okay. 
So, hear me out. There's a link to the Patreon. <laughs> Atomic <No>. radio copter. <laughs> no. um, Alright, you want to get into this lore? Absolutely. Sure, cool, awesome, great, wonderful. So today's lore, uh, once again, if you want to hear any lore... Oh, shit, before we get into the lore, I want to shout something out quick. Oh, sure. Um, there's two things I want to shout out. I've been wanting to stream for a while, and I can't figure out OBS, and uh, I can't figure out Twitch. I just don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know. But I found out you can stream inside of Discord. So, I just beat, like, two or, you know, what I beat? No, I beat uh, Honest Hearts. Okay. In streaming on uh streaming in the discord so we have a, a channel in discord now it's called and we're live uh there's a chat there's a voice it's you join it like a call and then you can he- hear my dumbass talk and you can see that i'm playing new vegas um by time this comes out Do you I'm, allow for other other folks to talk with you i or just ha- in chat it's just in chat if i i can probably fuck with the permissions um hmm. i know you and kyle have permission to join just because we're like moderators Right, yeah. Um, but I can allow other people if, like, if, if I allow them, I guess. I'm not quite sure. I don't really know how Discord works. But, um... I do, so we can make that work. Okay, cool. We're having a fucking blast. Honest Hearts is amazing. See, I never really got into it. I didn't really like it. There's there's a quest that's so good. Um, there's actually one person I want to shout out, Compass. Um, they helped out with a lot of the quests that, like, I couldn't figure it out because the map... Like, the map is kind of fucky. I'll be completely honest yeah, with you. Yeah, it's weird. That was my least favorite part was the way the map was laid out. Yes, but to hear about New Canaan and, to un- like, the mm-hmm. White Legs and, and uh, the Sorrows, like, all these tribes... Like, it's it, really cool. Yeah, it feels like the beginning of Fallout 2 a lot, and I really like that, is that you really get this tribalistic, like like, understanding of where the world is and... You, I'm fascinated by biblical references. Oh, I know you are. And like you, you show up again, Book of Eli. Oh yeah, uh, you show up to the town, and like the first thing one of the guys calls you is a Gentile, and I was like, what does that mean? Because I've heard that before, and it it's means like a non-Christian. It means non-Jewish or non-Jewish, but okay. they're they're uh, Mormons. So I just think it means like non of my people, like not of my kin, not of my tribe. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, like infidel. I don't know what infidel means. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing, but for uh, Islam. Really? Yeah. Well. It, it's referring to someone that is not of the Islam faith. Huh. I think. I, I should probably check that. You should. <laughs> um, well, whatever. It, it's it's a ton of fun. Um, I really, really liked it. There's a, there's a quest where you have to find uh, these logs, right? Adhering to a religion other than one's own. That's infidel? Infidel. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, so yeah. If if you grow up as a Jewish person and you meet someone who's a Christian, they're an infidel. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, It has no relation to Islam? That's just where I've heard it most. Yeah. But I guess it's a more universal term. Okay. Well, you find these logs of a guy who, like, survives the bombings and, like... I'm sitting there reading it with a bunch of people, and I'm like, uh, May 5th, 2105. It's getting colder. It's getting a lot colder. 
I don't know if there's any reason to even carry on. Like, I was really getting into the character. Like, I was really, really cool. I really felt like I. So far, uh, Old World Blues is really cool, but it's a lot of just campy for the sake of being campy. But you know, I eat that up. Yeah, you do. I'm kind of playing it like, all righty, let's kind of get to it. I really like Sierra Madre. Sierra Madre felt a lot like Fallout 1 to me. Because uh, mm-hmm. it's really punishing and really hard. Um, and there's a lot of great references to the Master. But yeah, dude. We're... And there's a lot of strict rules. Yeah. Yeah. Madre. It's very much get this done. And if you don't, like, you're going to fuck up. Like, it's... Honest Hearts is fucking great. Like, I can't I can't stress enough how good Honest Hearts is. Maybe I'll have to give it another shot. If, if anything, it's made me realize how much we really need a remake. Because I want to see Zion Canyon in HD. Because if they can make all the buildings in Fallout 4 feel huge, I can only imagine what the canyon would feel like. Oh, wow, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I just want to give a shout-out to Compass for helping me. Uh, obviously Morgan, because she's always there. Kyle's all was always there. Uh, Star Particle was there. Uh, and I want to give a huge thank you to Vigil, because... We found out that it's a Nitro thing, and he gifted us Nitro, and now he's going to continue giving the Discord Nitro for it. Um, He's also a Patreon supporter, which we'll get into later, but thank you twice uh, for supporting the Discord and the Patreon. Um, Yeah, I'm actually, when we're done recording this, I'm going to go stream for a little bit, because I'm having a fucking blast. Cool. All right. Um... Sorry. So now we're going to get into this lore? Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> no, but we're going to be doing a fucking ton of lore later on on Honest Hearts because cool. it's so goddamn good. All right. So lore for episode 82 is going to be vault suits. Uh, if you want to hear any of this lore, go to our Discord, go to feedback, and just at me or at Olive and be like, hey, I'd really love to hear this lore. We're having a little bit of a conversation today of what people want to hear in the future. I have a few things written down. Okay. Uh, Vault Suits, an article of clothing that appears in all Fallout games. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, You you can't do the the Hawkeye. It's just, it's ingrained in in me so much that I don't even think about it. I watched that video the other day. Did you really? Sorry, continue. Sorry. Uh, Go, go. It appears in all Fallout games. In Fallout 1 and 2, it is worn by default. It appears in Tactics and Brotherhood of Steel, but they can't be worn by the player character. Vault suits are regulation clothing worn by vault dwellers made... Okay, made of a blue leather with a yellow zipper and a number on the collar and back of the jumpsuit. Now, I personally would have never guessed that these were made out of leather. I would have. You think the the Fallout Three and New Vegas ones are made out of leather? I think they definitely are leathery, like the, leather. The Fallout Four one, yes. The early like Fallout One, Fallout Two, sure. Fallout Three and New Vegas, I thought they were canvas. I thought they were like overalls, like Dickies coveralls. No, I've always thought they were like pleather, like fake leather. No, I never once thought that. Not until four. Like, why would you make them leather? That's so inconvenient. Because like. Maybe leather jumpsuits are just fucking cool. It just seems like a lot of chafing. See, you would think that, but I have uh, I have leather pants, and they're pretty awesome. You have fucking leather pants? Yeah, they're uh, they're like a, a legging kind of style. Why have you not told me you have leather pants? I don't know. You never asked. Well, fucking leather pants are cool as hell. 
Do you want me to go get them? I kind of want to. Can you set like after this? Can you send me a picture? Sure. If I could find leather pants that were cut like jeans, oh my god, oh my, See, and they were red. Oh not, my god, they're, they're very skin tight. They're really cool. Mm, I'm not a big fan of the skin tight, but that's just the style that I purchased. Fuck. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta have the right like. I don't know. I think if I wore leather pants, I'd look a little too biker daddy. But yeah, I didn't think um, I didn't think that the three New Vegas ones were uh, were what do you call it? I didn't think at all that they were leather. So that means the tunnel snakes are wearing leather on leather. Tunnel snakes rule. They do rule. It's a scientific fact. But leather on leather? Sure, why not? I mean, all right. Um, the only vault suits to not have numbers are the secret vault, which is in the town of Los Yebenes. And Vault Zero. Uh, Los Yebenes is the town of Los. So the town of the. Um, and Vault Zero, but these are not... The the? The the. The town of the. The what? The. The what? Uh, the, vault Zero and and the Secret Vault are in Tactics and Brotherhood of Steel. So it's not even sure if any of them are canon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we could dream. Uh, also, in other, I've written in my news, in other canon news, Vault City, <laughs> which is Vault 8, does not have numbers on the back of their suits. Oh. So, they just, and we're going to do an episode on Vault City, because I don't know why the fuck I never did. Yeah. Um, Let's do it next time. I or might, like, I have a list. A month, within the month. Did you see the list? I updated a um, list of lore ideas. Oh, did you update it? Yeah, there's like four or five on there. Um, some Enclave citizens in 2241 appear to be wearing numberless vault suits. The Chosen One has to earn the right to wear the Vault 13 suit and is regarded as a holy artifact by the people of Arroyo. Before you even get the suit, your base model is wearing tribal garb. Ooh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, so you unlock it, because that's like how you, not beat the game, but like start the game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um... So, just some things I want to go over quick. The types of jumpsuit. Uh, there should be a bunch of pictures on screen for various jumpsuits. Um, the standard vault jumpsuit. The standard vault jumpsuit from Fallout 1, Fallout 2, Tactics, Fallout Brotherhood of Steel, and Van Buren were designed as skin tight, but they were rather roomier in Fallout 3 in New Vegas. Possibly indicating a standardized one-size-fits-all method of production supported further in Fallout 4 as some guards can be heard asking the sole survivor if their suits are one-size-fits-all. However, the ultra-skinny garment cut of Fallout 4's vamp jumpsuit seems to contradict this method of manufacturing so there should be a bunch of pictures on screen of what they look like um again i'm looking at the fallout 3 one and the new vegas one and the way it looks like jeans like it looks like it's made out of denim let me pull out from the fallout 3 one it it just yeah and then there's the various other styles like i think that looks leathery i disagree i think it looks like it looks like canvas Agree to disagree. Um, oh, I just accidentally opened a PNG. There's there's the variant, like the lab suit, and then there's the armored vault suit. There's the boomer suit the, uh, for vault um, 34. Yeah. The boomer suit. Uh, can you go into the boomer's vault? I don't think so. I just finished what, up what the boomer. 34. I just finished up, uh, I just finished up their quest line in New Vegas, and I don't think... 
you can. Um, I gotta go sit through the lore again for like that that kid who's like, "Hey, listen to my story now." Um, yeah. but yeah, I do not remember ever. Yeah, you can go to their vault. Can you? I've never been in it. Neither have I. I'm looking at the page. There's a first floor, a reactor, an armory, a security station. There's a whole bunch hmm. of stuff in here. Well, as I'm looking through this, I like how... Um, I, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but with the vault suits, your dad in 3 wears a different suit than like anybody else. It looks like... Mm-hmm. It looks like the utility one, but there's a slight difference. I think it's he's got a different colored shirt underneath. Yeah, it is a little different. And I fucking... Cause he's, or maybe it's open. Maybe he's got his sleeves rolled up and it's open, maybe? Which one is this that I'm looking at? Of course it doesn't tell you. It looks just like yours, but he has his sleeves rolled up and his shirt open. And I remember playing going, I want to wear that one. Yeah, that one's really cool. Like, he just looks so relaxed. So chill. I don't know if I've ever said this on here before. But I I, there, I went through a phase where I went to cons. I would go to Comic-Cons and I went to a horror con once, which is kind of cool. Um, there was uh, one of the original Godzillas there, like the original Japanese dude. That's really cool. I didn't get in line for it because the line was huge. Um... And I didn't really know what to talk to him about. I love Godzilla. Uh, I didn't know if I if I had any like I didn't have anything for him to sign. And you know, what am I gonna say? Like, oh, hello, ha hi, I like your movies, thanks, and then get out <laughs> Big of line. Lizard. Yeah, like you know what I'm gonna say. Like, um, so there was one time I went to I think it was in Philadelphia. I went to a Comic Con, and there was a dude wearing pretty much armored 101, like an armored 101 suit. And I remember losing my fucking mind and i followed him for like a quarter mile because i couldn't get his attention i remember being like yo yo and i was like yo vault dweller and he like eventually turned around and i was like dude i was like i fucking love your suit he's like hey thanks man he goes here take this and he gave me bottle caps oh and i was like you really give me this he's like yeah man take them i made like a hundred of them and i have them like they're mixed into my collection somewhere in this jar here they're just mixed in and i couldn't tell you which one is which but it was just kind of like oh it was so fucking cool like i really i went through like i said i went through a phase where i wanted to um go to cons and shit and i'm not one for cosplay i just it's a little eh for me like i get it it's neat if that's what you like totally like people that support these cosplayers on patreon and they have a whole career out of it that's awesome i think that's the coolest shit ever like do whatever you want to do i wish i could do that <laughs> yeah like it's that's why like it's super fucking cool but like yeah i've it's really yeah i really really want to make a vault suit and i kind of want to get like a rig where i could hang it up like the vault suit in fallout 2 Oh, that'd like, be really neat. You know what I mean? But, like, mm. at, not, like, ripped up and shit, but, like, have it where I can, like, display it in, in my house, but, like, have it where, like, I like had... a mannequin? Kind of, but, like, you know, a little more, instead of just, like, a mannequin that stands there. Um, I I wanted to make... I wanted to either go to a junkyard and find tires and make shoulder pads. Ooh, that'd be really cool. Like, yeah. Big ass. Oh. Yeah, like the Raider armor. Or I had a fucking, a stop sign and a blowtorch. And I remember I would take, 
because this is how much I was just fucking, I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> I was taking the stop sign and I was putting it on the ledge of like a workbench and like slightly creasing it and then taking the blowtorch to kind of make like it, to make the metal more pliable and it would bend a little bit more. And then it would like harden in that spot. And I think I fucking burned it or something. I don't remember. It was going to be super. I had this whole idea that one side was going to be a tire. The other side was going to be a stop sign. And I was going to, but I couldn't find a jumpsuit. I could not find a jumpsuit. Every jumpsuit I found had like lapels instead of like a, that goes straight up to the neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like a track suit, like a track suit goes just right up. Yeah. Every other one was just lapels and I couldn't find one with that. And then I found one. It was like $140. I was like, no fucking way. I could buy a Dickies, a Dickies jumpsuit for like 40 bucks, but it has lapels. But I don't know how to sew. That's another big problem. Whatever. All I'm saying is this dude was super nice to me, and he had a Pip-Boy. Uh, and it was a decent Pip-Boy. And I remember asking him about it. I want to say he bought it off Etsy or something. I don't know, man. If you're out there, uh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. Super duper cool. Um... Didn't think they were leather. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. You have anything you want to say? Um, No, I mean, if I had to choose a favorite, I would probably say that the Fallout 4 style is my favorite. Really? Why is that? I, I just kind of like the, like, skin tight, how it's kind of, like, contours to the body a bit better. It's less baggy. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a little bit more sleek. I like that one. Okay, I, uh, you? I Tunnel assume Snakes, three. Tunnel Snakes Rule. I'm going to go with the Tunnel Snakes one. Tunnel Snakes Rule. I'm just going to go with that for my favorite. Yeah. Your favorite bolt suit is the Tunnel Snakes jacket. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that or Dad's suit. Yeah. I just like how, I like how relaxed it looks. Um, I know this is a lot to ask for, but in the next Fallout game, I kind of hope we get an animation of someone getting out of the suit. Not because be I want to see some kinky shit. I just want to see... Um, like, how does that work? I just, yeah, I want to see, like... I mean, I assume you just kind of, like, unzip it from the neck down to the waist and then get out of it. But still. Probably. Like, you know what I mean? I want to see it. Let me just make sure I didn't miss anything. One last thing I want to say is I'm actually a little, like, upset that there's not more lore around the suits in-game. Um, they're just kind yeah. of there. I looked, and maybe I just missed something, but I couldn't find anything that said, like, vault wanted it to be this, like, they, they wore it for this reason, and they wore it for that reason. There is actually, let me see if I can find it quick, there is actually one variant of the jumpsuit uh, that's slightly different. It's it's uh, Joanne Lynette's jumpsuit. She is the, <laughs> hold on a second, let me find the exact thing. She, Jeanette is one of, um, I believe she's either like the mayor or she's considered the first citizen of Vault City. Her jumpsuit looks to, looks to have a hood. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a, a design choice or that's if it was like an cool. accident. What was her name? Jeanette, something with a Y. I'm, I'm, where is it? I just saw it. Jeanette. I'm sorry. Joanne Lynette. I've been saying I've been I fused the names together. Joanne Lynette. She's from Fallout Two. Oh, it's cool. It's like a hoodie. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's neat though. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, that's like the only like weird thing that's about that. I think that's everything I've got to say. Yeah, that's all I have to say. 
All right. So, I sent you some pictures. And as instructed, I did not look at them. They're kind of out of order. Uh, Discord uploaded them weird. So I apologize. Uh, but today, there's going to be a picture on screen today. Uh, I thought I could do one of my favorite kind of um, segments we do here on the show, where we go over an old gaming magazine. Yeah, this one has a cool cover. Yeah. Um, again, I get all these from Kyle. Kyle has these on, like, back order. If I can find... I think I burned all my old Game Informers. Um, burned them? Yeah, because, you know, it's like burning like you have a fire outside. And you have, like, yes. a six-year-old magazine, you just get rid of it. I've got, like, a ton of issues of Game Informer. How old? Uh, Probably in the, like, 2000... Like, 14-ish era? Uh, well, Kyle's got a bunch of these, and I always tell him the older the better. This one is from July of 2011. Mm. It's official Xbox magazine. Just gonna go over some stuff real quick. There's, I'm gonna, there's gonna be pictures and stuff on screen to go along. There should be mostly pictures for things that I'm gonna be talking about. Um, so the first one is just the cover. Uh, there's, there's a whole thing for Mass Effect here. There's a thing for Silent Hill. But the main thing is Batman Arkham City. Now, Arkham City, if you don't know, is like my third favorite game of all time. Um, all of my favorite games came from the 360 and PS3 era. Probably because that's what I played the most. Like, I had a GameCube, and then I got my PlayStation 3, and then I had a 360. But Fallout 3, Red Dead 1, Batman Arkham City are all my favorite games. Yeah, you're right. You do kind of have a, an affinity to the Xbox. Yeah, that era. Um, yeah. Also, like all my the shit on the GameCube that I played, I it's like I don't know. It's not like I don't love it still, but it's just not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? I didn't have a PS2. I had a GameCube. So, but no. One of my favorite games ever is San Andreas, and that's a PS2 game. But I played that on my PS3. But whatever. Uh, one of the first things, there will be a picture on screen, uh, is for Halo Reach. Now, this, this is really cool. Yeah, isn't it? It says, remember Reach, remember where it all began. Um, I remember this game coming out. I remember Reach coming out and running up to my mom's room after it had come out a fucking, a, a decade ago. It came out, uh, I didn't write it down, but it came out 2010. Reach came out 20 fucking 10. I remember running to my mom's room and being like, "He," and I don't know how I had any money, but I gave her like 63.59 exactly, and I was like, "If you're going to Walmart today, please pick me up Halo Reach." And she's like, "How much is it?" I went, Ooh, "I'm bumping into this." I said, "I was like 63.59 exactly." I was like, "Please get me Halo Reach." I used to play so much fucking Halo, like. People say Halo died after Halo 2 or died with 3 or whatever. Reach? I was... The one that I played last was Halo 3. Reach was so... I didn't even do the story. I didn't care about the story. The online for Reach was so good, dude. So fucking good. I played so much SWAT. I played so much fucking Halo 3 and Halo Reach with Kyle. Like... And then they made Halo ODST and it was a new story, but they didn't give new online. It was just Halo 3's online and I never understood that. Jesus Christ, I keep bumping the mic. What else do we have here? A lot of this is just kind of like... Like, I don't have a picture for this one, but it's like... On disc, Portal 2 gamer pictures. Like, you would just get a disc to download pictures for your Xbox. 
You like, remember your thing. Xbox had a little avatar screen thing? Yeah. Yeah, you'd get a disc and just download fucking pictures of the Portal 2 robots. Let's see what else we have here. Okay, this is something. Okay. We just went over what some of my favorite games of all time. You know what one of my least favorite games of all time is? What's one of your least favorite games of all time? Brink. Oh, wait, is there something about Brink here? Yep. So, ha- there's, there's, it's called the message center. It would be people would write in and then someone would say something back, right? Like someone who, who would write something, a writer would say something back. Did, did I cover up part of the response? No. Um, says, have you seen this game? My most anticipated game for this year is Brink. <sighs> the problem is, I feel like the marketing for this game is a huge fail. Everyone I talk to has no idea what this game is, and I haven't seen any TV ads for it. And there seems to be no online marketing either. This is worrying, since the game seems to... to take innovative risks... <laughs> and might be what shoot what the shooter genre needs. No. If Brink is a success, it won't be. Other companies will follow suit and get more creative. They didn't. But it but it if it fails, which it did, that might deter companies from ever trying something new. Which it did. <sighs> so what we say, uh that was written in by a man named David. Um there is not a name for the guy who wrote back where they go, Whoa, easy there, chicken little or David. Let's not let's not pin a future on FPS innovation. <laughs> on one title big marketing budget doesn't equate success last year we saw the hype i can't fucking read it so tiny uh last we saw the hype of the hype about the music genre power gig rise of the six string and how it would allow you to play real guitar etc i don't feel like that etc is needed there but it was by no means a success after it released it didn't help that it wasn't a good game, mind you. Neither was Brink. We passed our comments on to Brink's publisher, Bethesda Softworks, <laughs> and Aaron, Aaron Losey, the game's senior marketing and PR manager, had this to say: "We agree that Brink is innovative, is is an innovative, forward-thinking FPS, and is certainly wanted." And certainly wanted to make, certainly wanted a marketing campaign to match. From the distinct look of all the creative videos to the placement of those ads, we support. Did I cover it up? Oh shit, I did. We support. We are supporting this title with the campaign of. I ripped that piece off. The size and scope of a triple A game. This fucking game. Lies. This fucking game. This is whenever whenever someone brings up f- fucking seventy six being awful. My first thing is we should have seen this coming with Brink. With Brink, we should have seen this coming. I hate this game so fucking. You are much. still hurt. I'm still day. hurt from this game because I remember going. This game is gonna be so fucking cool. It's made by the people who made fucking Fallout Three. It's gonna be so fucking tight and like. It wasn't remotely good. And it was just bad. There was yeah. five levels, and those five levels got flipped, so you played either the good guys or the bad guys. And the gameplay was fucking stale and boring, and they were saying thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, copied ways to customize your character. And I went, yes, I want to be a pretty, pretty girl. I want to dress nicely. And, like, you I could me too. 
I, I couldn't. I, there was like, you, there's, there's, there's six options and you could pick like different, I'm sorry, 11 plus one different colors that you can be. Fuck that game. Fuck this marketing campaign. Fuck ever. Oh my god. I'm, I hate Brink so much. Brink dude. comes up like once a month. It, <laughs> I used to work, uh, like with rental homes. And the one rental home had a 360 in there, and every once in a while I would flip through the game, see if there was ever anything new, and they had fucking two copies of Brink! And I was like, how do you hate the people that rent your home so goddamn much? Ugh, two, I hate Brink. Copies? I don't know! I fucking hate this game. And, like, you know they bought it used for dollar eighty. Like, you know what I mean? Oh my god. Hey, Fuck. that's that's more than 76 is worth. <laughs> And you know what's so funny? They're like, we want to support this, and this is going to be a triple... Dude, I remember Brink came out, and then you never heard anything about it ever again. I remember looking up yeah. videos about it after it came out, because, like, I don't even think... I think the fucking connection to the server didn't even work. Fuck that game. Fuck everything about that game. I'm still upset about it. You, you are still upset about it. You will never get over Brink. The next thing I want to talk about is... Because you know what? I don't think I've ever bought a game and went, that was a waste of money. I think I've always bought a game and said, you know what? I got some time out of it. Like, at least I I played a game. You know what I mean? Brink was one where I went, oh, this sucks. This is just awful. You know, there there was a project going on um, for Shaq Fu, the SNES game, where they were trying to destroy every copy of Shaq Fu in existence. And that's why I hung on to my... When I sold all my SNE... Or no, when I sold sold all my classic gaming stuff, like, I, I sold a, uh, an N64, I still have an NES somewhere, uh, but I kept my SNES, right? Mm-hmm. And I kept, like... Because it's a fucking Super Nintendo. It's the fucking Super Nintendo is probably one of the best consoles ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's up there with the PS2, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I kept agree. Super Mario World, because it, you could play that anywhere, and Street Fighter Two Turbo... And like two or three other games, and Shaq Fu, because Wait, they're only Street Fighter Two Turbo. That's Sorry, not even Ultra Deluxe Nineteen, the book edition. Yeah, <laughs> Alpha Max Pancake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I kept I kept that and Shaq Fu because there's someone who's trying to get every single copy of Shaq Fu in existence and destroy it. But why? To because it's because it's awful. Because it's unplayable. Now I really want to play it. I think I still have my copy. But that's the thing, is if I still have my copy, and everyone else destroys them, I then have an extremely rare game. The only Shaq Fu in existence. <laughs> the only Shaq Fu. Um, then if I can get it signed by Shaquille. That'd be pretty um, sweet. But, uh, I want to get as many copies of Brink together and make a shrine of Brinks. <laughs> And just like, you know that scene in, in the, the Dark Knight where he's like, it's not about the money, it's about sending a message. <laughs> that, I want to like light a giant pile of Brink on fire, because I fucking, I'm so upset. I want to see if I can find a lot of like 20 of them on eBay, and I bet they're like $9. Alright, I'm sorry, I'm going to stop complaining about this game. Stop talking about Brink. Because you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to fucking what? happen? They're going to show up at E3 this year, and Todd Howard's going to be like, hey, Brink you know everybody's too. making a big deal about Todd Howard's jacket? They're like, this is a fucking eight hundred dollar leather jacket, and I'm reading it going like, look, I'm not no fashionista, but like, real leather is expensive, yeah. and at least he's worn it multiple times in public. It's not like he put it on once and then never wore it again. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's money hungry, whatever. They're gonna show up at E3 and be like, we heard you, we heard you. 
We know how much you want remakes of our classic game. So in Brink 2020, two. here's the fucking remake of Brink. Now with one extra level. Fu- oh. <laughs> so in September 13th of 2011, a little game called Rage came out. Yes, it did. Um... I cannot read this. It is so tiny. Yeah, no, I'm not going to really read it. I just wanted to point out that Rage 1 came out in 2011, and Rage 2 came out in 2019. That's a long wait. Yeah. Uh, It says right here, Publisher, Bethesda Softworks, Developer, id Software. Multiplayer, yes. I don't remember it having multiplayer, but... um, at the bottom is a little blurb that says the version of rage multiplayer we saw includes a classic quake three arena announcer as a placeholder. We hope they keep it in as an option. I don't remember it having uh, multiplayer. I also don't remember anybody, but one person ever playing it. And when they played it, they told me it was incredibly linear. I think I played the iPad version of it. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, and I, I, never... I remember liking it, but it was really, like, simple. But I think that's just because it was, like, the mobile version. Because that was before mobile versions of things were good. Yeah. You know what? Sorry, not to get back on this, but... If you mention Brink one more time... I really want to go to the Bethesda, like, headquarters. And, like, see if we could take a tour. Um, Like, if I do, I would obviously take my copy of Fallout 3. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd want to see if I can get someone who worked on the game to sign the copy and be like, oh my god, the 11-year-old. Like, I, I got that game on my birthday, and, like, it's the yeah. same copy I have, and, like, part of me wants to take my copy of Brink and be like, who the fuck let this happen? Who did this? Like, <laughs> who did this? Who? Dude, I remember having no money and going to Best Buy with my parents. Did you spend $60 like, on Brink? I spent fucking 60-something dollars on it. And I was like, I was a child. I was but a baby boy. And I was fucking, I remember getting home and it had the card in it that's like, download this for the fucking Fallout 3 pack. And going, hell yeah, buckaroo. And fucking having, having fucking, your character had like tattoos that were like symbols and shit i had a vault tech logo on my arm and the gun had the fucking vault boy on it and it fucking sucked i played it for maybe eight hours fuck that game just who the and like i I got the fucking special edition that had the fucking sleeve john and i remember calling kyle and calling my buddy lou going guys 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 i got brink i got brink we could play that fuck that game i'm sorry we're titling this episode pushing vince to the brink (laughs) what just fell what the fuck just fell oh my god i'm sweating (laughs) fuck fuck all right um all right where was i you remember you remember how special going to blockbuster was or your other video rental Emporium. Going to a, a small town video rental service. Yeah, but yes. I, I, uh, I, I found out that the video rental service we use is incredibly small, and I thought it was like the East Coast. So the one that we used, mm-hmm. there was like at most fifteen stores. Really? Yeah, and they just shut the last one like two. Da- they just shut the last one down like two years ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, but here, uh, there's an advertisement that I'm going to show for GameFly. Okay, yeah. I remember Gamefly. I never used it. Okay. Um, it's still going. It's still going oh. strong. 
Uh, they started in 2002, and uh, they just disconnected their streaming service in 2018. That's about it. <laughs> I just I thought it was neat. I never used it. I didn't know it still existed. Yeah, as far as I know, it said it said they they there's a buyout. The buyout didn't happen, um, or something. I don't know. Wow, they support like the Switch. Oh, oh something I just want to bring up real quick. There's another advertisement here for Games Radar. Um, it's like it's kind of like like uh they do they did reviews. I think they did reviews and shit. I haven't used it in a while, but. It was started in 99 under the name Cheat Code Planet. Really? And I remember going to Cheat Code Planet all the time. Or they bought Cheat Code Planet. I'm not sure. But if you go to Cheat Code Planet right now, it redirects you to Games Radar. Because really? I did it on my phone before. Like, I accidentally put in Cheat Planet, and, I, and like as I hit it, I go, I don't think that's right. I'm going to find a fucking cuckolding site. Like, this isn't cool. Like, I got really scared for a second. I always use uh, Cheat CC, which is Cheat Code Central. Dude, everybody did, and I was the fucking Cheat Code Planet guy. Yeah, and, and each console was a different planet. Like, I think, I think GameCube was Saturn or Jupiter? Or Pluto? I don't remember. And you would click on the planet, and then you would go to your... Dude, I have fucking early 2000s memories in this bitch. There's another... Are you looking something up? I'm, I'm looking at Gamefly. I can't believe it still exists. Yeah, like, the thing that I, don't, that I don't get about it is now you have to download your games. So, like, it takes forever. Well, I'm looking at it for the Switch, because there's some games that I want to, like, try, but I don't... Re- are you really thinking about trying Gamefly? I'm thinking about it. Uh, I'm going to go on to the next thing uh, real quick. We'll see what the rates are. All right. No, yeah, keep going on to the next thing. Um, there's a, a picture I sent you that's going to be on screen of just plastic dust holders. Like, they, it was just something that you bought to put your games in, and, like, they're pointless. These are the most pointless shits. Like, you put your, the, there's, like, you put your Wii, your PlayStation, or your Xbox, which I would never put my Xbox on one of these things, because those things overheated so fucking quickly, mm-hmm. and your games, and then, like, you put your Guitar Hero controllers, and your controllers Because that top. was real big at the time. You know what I mean? Like, and then at the bottom, there's a fucking I, to this day, still play Guitar Hero. Well, that's, that's fine. I'm not saying anything. I'm just thinking it's crazy that, like, this plastic garbage is just... Up it was a whole game. market. Control your game. Yeah, and then at the bottom, fucking the Los Angeles Convention Center, June 7th to the 9th of 2011 was E3. That's the the E3 that uh, Skyrim was announced. Uh, I think it was announced at Gamescom. Oh, was it? Yeah, because they brought everybody... I know it wasn't E3 because they didn't do E3 up until Fallout 4, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, but they all came out in, in hooded robes like... Uh, the white beard. No, what are they called? Are they white beards? Uh, the gray manes. The Hrothgar yeah, people. The gray beards. Uh, the gray beards. Um. So then there's a, there's an article in here. I didn't really like read it. Read it, but the article's called "Just Like a Woman." And just kind of skimming through it, they kind of talk about heroes and heroines inside of the game and inside of any game really. And there's there's pictures of Bayonetta and there's pictures of um. What is her name? What is her name? What is her name? Rochelle from Left 4 Dead 2. Uh, there's also a picture of the new Lara Croft at this point. The one that's not, like, all sexy. The one who's, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, there's the the, the, the the top five coolest video game heroines. And if there's anything I like talking about, it's heroin. <laughs> but, but, like... <laughs> 
Um, but like, I'm reading this kind of just not, not, I shouldn't even say reading it. I'm skimming through it and I'm just going like, how would this be portrayed today? Yeah, I think it's, I'm not, I'm not reading this as it's in bad taste or anything, but it's just, it's a different time. No, absolutely. But like, is it, I just saw the word boobs. Exactly. Hold on. I want to see. I, oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. In the quali- in the quest for equality, oh, <laughs> all that's really been established is that showing boobs, oh, wow, maybe this is going to be better than I thought, is insulting while covering up a woman is is respectful. As a result of the crease displaying, jiggle endowed woman as an object phenomenon has become increasingly frowned upon in commercial games, but it also implies the relationship between sexiness and shame. Is a female character less heroic if she wears a sexy outfit? Huh. Hmm. This is not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they have the top five heroines of all time. Starting from the bottom, we have Femshep for Mass Effect. Jade from Beyond Good and Evil. I don't know if you've ever played Beyond Good or Evil. It's one of those games that I've never heard a bad thing about, and I bought it on Steam, and then I never played it. So, hey, maybe I'll stream it. Maybe. Uh, is it Alex Vance or Alex? Alex. It's Alex? Yep. Because Al- I don't know, because people were calling the new Half-Life Alex. Alex Vance, Heather Morris from Silent Hill. I've never played Silent Hill. Uh, and Chell from Portal. And I didn't even know that you played as a woman in Portal until, like, years later. I... None of these seem extremely, like, the coolest. Yeah, well, also, don't forget that The Last of Us isn't going to come out for another seven years. No. Yeah. Shut up, phone. Sorry about that. And also, this is an Xbox magazine, so they wouldn't use her. Right, yeah. Um, There's also, like... There's, like... uh, I don't know if... If, what do you call it? I don't think that she was, uh, I don't think Laura Croft at this point was a, not an exclusive, but a timed exclusive to Xbox, so that she would have probably been in this. I don't know. Just something that, like, I, 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 I just thought, like, to, in today's world would not. The article would be taken from a completely different stance. Oh, even if it's written with the utmost respect, it would be looked at as it's sexist propaganda. You know what I mean? Um, then there's an article in here about, about the game that is the, the cover of the magazine for Arkham Knight. This is one of my favorite one or the bad one? This is the best one. Okay. Um, this, I fucking love this game so goddamn much. It is a game that I can just play. Like, I don't have to do all this, the story stuff and you can beat it in like eight hours if you really go through it. If you want to do all the side stuff, I've never a hundred percented one of these games, but I've done everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in different playthroughs, I'll do something and then like, I won't do it in another one. I love this fucking game so much. Uh, but something funny about it, a game I love so much. I remember that there was a huge controversy that if you didn't pre-order the game, you wouldn't get the Catwoman DLC. And this is when DLC was, like, first starting to get really, really big. The it, was, one of, it was a lot different at the time. Yeah, and this the is... The model when, for DLC. The, what's our time looking like? 
We are at 53. Holy shit, this is going to be a long one. Um, I remember it was a lot of... Um, the DLC was a lot of, like, horse armor and shit. And studios, from what I remember... I can't think of any any example, but I remember studios shutting down games that didn't get enough pre-orders. Which, that seems nuts to me. Mm-hmm. But, this is when DLC was big that it was, like, Call of Duty maps... Um, horse armor like i said there was like there was it was and everything was kind of like the same price but this was if you didn't pre-order the game you weren't getting story and i remember there was a i don't know if he still makes youtube videos big controversial yeah you weren't getting all of the catwoman story which meant you couldn't like i don't think you could technically like 100 percent the game if you didn't have her stuff and it also meant that the game came with a code to download it. Like, that was the thing that they were doing to kind of say, like, all right, we're going to give everybody the DLC. I could be wrong on this. I could just be talking out of my ass. But it was everybody's going to get the code as long as you buy the game new. And it was like, that's fucked up. Because yeah. what if I can't afford to buy new games? And, and then it was I like missing out. Yeah. And then I just waited a year and bought it brand new when it was $35 for the collector's edition. But like, it was—it's one of my favorite games, and I took my sweet time getting it. I don't have that level of patience. But like, it's a game that I just kind of like put in the back of my memory. I was like, "All right, uh, we'll th- we'll think about it later." And like a year later, the Game of the Year version came out, and they—it's the ugliest cover. Really? It's the ugliest fucking cover because it's got nothing but awards plastic plastered all over it. Yeah. Um, there was a game, I didn't realize we were going to run so long on time, there's a game I wanted to play, but if you want to skip, we can do it for another episode. Down um, here, there's, there's Gaming's Justice League. We can do, we can probably do it on another episode. Okay, we'll save that one for another episode then. Uh, sorry, I didn't realize we were going to run so long. No, no, we've had a, we've had a very interesting episode. You, where we you, talked about Brink for some you, of it. You want to hear me get even more upset? Uh, <laughs> sure. There's an advertisement in here for Fable 3. Oh, no. I have a note in here that just says, fuck oh, this awful no. garbage. Uh, this is a game that the one before... You're really going to do this to me? You're going to put me through Fable 3 and Brink in one day? You didn't fucking play Brink. <laughs> You're you didn't right. fucking play Brink. Actually, I might own it. Brink? Brink? <laughs> Brink's my Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see if I can find a way to make custom hats. You know, they have like Vietnam veteran hats. I want to see if I can get it that says Brink Veteran. Um, God. You know what? I should see if it's there's... free to play on Steam. Brink? Yeah. Oh, we got to play it. We got to fucking stream it. Oh my God. Um, I'm downloading it now. Are you really? <laughs> What's the player base look like? Oh, I don't even know. Oh, fuck. All right, hold on. Let's get back on track. We're going long anyway. I remember going to the midnight release for, midnight release for Fallout New Vegas. It's the first midnight release I ever went to, right? Mm-hmm. And the kid I went with, I went with two other kids, and both of them went up to the fall. I went up to Fable Three and went, "Dude, I can't wait for this game. It's gonna be so fucking good." And I was like, "Yeah, but don't you want to play New Vegas? We're getting it tonight." He's like, "Dude, it's not gonna be anything compared to Fable 3. And I went, "Okay." And then Fable Three came out, and it fucking. Ooh. All right, we're going on to the next one. We're going on to the next one. Are you sure? Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm okay. I just. Are you sure? 
like there's three body types you can pick from. There's really, really small, medium, and super heavy and brink. And it just doesn't fucking make sense. It doesn't make fucking sense because you can't do any of the cool parkour shit when you're fat. When you're the big one. But you look the coolest and you get the coolest customization options. But if you're the real, real small one, you die of a fucking... So one of my favorite things about these old gaming publications is that there was reviews. You with me? I'm with you. How's that download going? Um, it's like bugging out. I can't even <laughs> download it properly. I I am going to download it and we're going to play it together and we're going to record us playing it and we're going to make <sighs> a thing about it on the channel. Oh my god. Okay? It's like not even in my Steam library even though it's free. <laughs> Oh my the god. Brink dedicated server is though. Oh, oh my god! All right, all right, Olive, listen to me. Yes, I'm listening. I Sorry, swear. we we gotta go. What did you call me? I said I'm listening. I'm listening. I swear it. Oh, okay. Uh, just real quick, one of my favorite things with the reviews in these these gaming magazines. So real mm-hmm. quick, there's zero to two point five is broken. Three to three and a half is oh I'm sorry or. So three or three and a half is wounded, four, four and a half is decent, five to five and a half is mediocre, six to six and a half is decent, seven to seven and a half is good, eight to eight and a half is great, nine to nine and a half is awesome, ten is a classic, and eleven is perfect. The unicorn will never happen. Never. So I wonder what got an eleven. But um Something that I just think is neat is there's a there's one in here for L.A. Noir. I don't remember if there's a picture or not for it, but it's published by Rockstar, developed by Team Bondi and Rockstar, rated mature, multiplayer, no. I thought this was really neat. Achievements, both obvious and hidden. Gumshoe. And it costs 60 bucks. I just thought that was cool that it, like, yeah. told you everything about it. There's But they gave it an 8. L.A. Noir is not a perfect game. It's super neat, but... Also, there's... Uh... Here for Mass Effect 2, there's a DLC uh, review. Like, I never thought I'd see that. Hmm, um, but really? yeah, it's published by EA, developed by BioWare. It's mature, multiplayer, no. Uh, achievement, half easy, half tricky. And it costs 560 Microsoft points or $7. Hmm. I, I don't think they do Microsoft points anymore. Yeah, just the bunch yeah, I don't of, think they do either. Just This is just super neat shit. There's not a lot here. Uh, there's. A rating for fucking Portal 2, and it's the smallest little blurb, and they gave it a 9.5, and, and there's a rating for when Mortal Kombat got revamped, it was just called Mortal Kombat, uh, they gave it a 9, but they didn't talk anything more about it than, like, a paragraph. Next to that, I have, uh, an advertisement for Connect. you remember that fucking thing? I had one. Did you really? Yep. Um, and then also, they're showing Rare, like, Rareware Games. Yeah, Rare got Rare bought got by Microsoft, acquired. and then yeah. they fucking made the make Connect games. People love. Ba- I don't like Banjo Kazooie. People love it. We're never gonna see another band. The closest thing we'll get to another Banjo game is Smash. Yeah, honestly, I don't think we'll ever see another true Banjo game. Nope. Uh, I was gonna go more in depth. I'm sorry, I didn't think this was gonna run as long. Um, no, where where are we at right now? Like an, an hour. An hour. Yeah. Um, so, real quick, there's, there's an article here. We've spoken about this before. Our video games art. Um, we've talked about this at, at pretty much at nauseum. When we had young Heather on, we asked her. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a conversation that I have with you and my other friends all the time. Um, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like a thing. Uh, but 
they kind of picked like let's see if I could fold this a little bit. They picked games that that won. In early May, the winners of the public vote off were announced, which eighty games out of the initial out of the initial two hundred and forty candidates uh, made into the main exhibit at the Smithsonian Art Museum. So they were trying to show that games are art, and they were trying to show the different levels of art that it can be. So for the for the five or six eras of games that there were at that point, there's four. Uh, there's four um, categories. There's action, adventure, target, and combat slash strategy. So for the Atari, for Era 1, there's Atari VSC, action was Pac-Man, adventure was Pitfall, target was Space Invaders, combat was strategy. I'm not going to keep naming off the categories. They're always in that same order. ColecoVision, yeah. Donkey Kong, Pitfall 2, The Lost Caverns, uh, Zaxxon, and Star Trek Strategic Operations. The Intellivision was Tron Mazatron. That's an awful name. Uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, Star Strike, and Utopia. In the 8-bit era for the Commodore 64 was Jumpman, The Bard's Tale 3, Thief of Fate, Attack of the Mutant Camels. Alrighty. <clears throat> and Sid Meier's Pirates. The NES is Super Mario 3, The Legend of Zelda, uh, 1943 Battle of Midway and Desert Commander and the Sega Master System is Marble Madness, Fantasy Star, Afterburner, and Spy vs. Spy. So these are things that were being put into a museum to show that this is like the cr- the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? Like and this it is rises to the top. <laughs> yeah. So we have for Era Three, the Sega Genesis was Earthworm Jim, Fantasy I don't have Star. A picture of Era Three. You do not. No, I do. All right, not. I'll upload one later. Um, Earthworm Jim, Fantasy Star 4, Gunstar Heroes, Dune 2, Battle for Acarius. Then the SNES was Super Mario World, Link to the Past, Star Fox, and SimCity. A Link to the Past is the shit. It's probably, like, the best one, to be honest. It really is. It's, like, honestly the best Zelda. Uh, we then have... Oh, fucking A, look at that. We have... Era 4, which is Transition, Doom 2, Fallout 1, Diablo 2, StarCraft. The N64 was Super Mario 64, Ocarina, uh, obviously. Ocarina of Time, yeah. Yeah. GoldenEye. Game of the Year twice. Yeah. Yeah, was it back-to-back? Uh, or no? It was either back-to-back or it took a year off and came back and won again. I think you're right. I think it's like, it won one year and then... Majora's Mask came out, and then it won the next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think. I could be wrong. Uh, and Worms Armageddon, also. Goldeneye and Worms. Uh, the Dreamcast, Sonic Adventure. Fuck yeah. Shenmue, never played it. Rez, Choo Choo Rocket. The Saturn was Tomb Raider. Panzer Dragoon Saga. Panzer Dragoon 2 Zwei. SimCity 2000. And the PlayStation had Metal Gear Solid. Final Fantasy 7. Sorry? SimCity 2000 is very notable. Never played it. I'm a big Sims fan. Really? I love city builders. I love simulation games. Uh, Then Sony ended off with Final Fantasy Tactics. Then we go to... This was called... Remember when this... The era was next-gen? Remember when, like, the PS3 was next-gen gaming? (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, this is Xbox One. Was Halo 2, the first Fable, Panzer Dragoon Ultra... Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. 360 was Bioshock. Absolutely. Mass Effect 2. Mm-hmm. Geometry Wars Retro Evolved. And Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-Earth 2. 
modern Windows was Portal Fallout fucking 3, baby. Flow and Minecraft. Holy shit, Minecraft! Minecraft made it on there. Holy shit, that's how old Minecraft is. Uh, the GameCube is Metroid Prime 2 Echoes, The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, Star Fox Assault in Pikmin 2, the Wii was Super Mario Pikmin Galaxy 2. 2. Really good. Never played them. Uh, I also never played Mario Galaxy, Twilight Princess, never played. Boom Blocks is not good. Uh, that was a game made by Steven Spielberg. It had something to do with Spielberg. I remember not being a fan of it. Uh, Zack and Wiki, The Quest for Barbados' Treasure. The PS2 was Shadow of the Colossus. Sure. Never played it. Never heard a bad thing. Okami. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Gradius I 5. I love Okami. I, I love how both of our favorite games are on the list in some capacity. Uh, Gradius like 5. <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. The PlayStation 3 is Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, abso-fucking-lutely. Uh, Heavy Rain, never played, always wanted to give a shot. Flower, mm-hmm. which, isn't that like a game you love? Flower? Yeah. No? Alright, forgot it. Not that I know of. And Brutal Legend, which I've never heard a bad thing about. That's another yeah, Tim Schafer masterpiece. Yeah, really fun play. What's that? Apparently Brutal Legend is really fun to play. Yeah. That's, that's... July of 2011. Wow. Anything you want to say on that? Um, it was a different time. It was that's almost a decade away. Yeah. And Fucking I am ancient. Yeah, I'm an old man. I was born yeah. an old man. I was born at 36. It's true. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What do you think Shane Ivers was doing in July of 2011? I don't know. Hopefully, he was making some freaking bangers. I hope he's doing well. I hope so, too. You know what else he's doing? What would that be? He's making our intro music, Feather Duster, um, in the past. If you want to get that, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, do you have anything to say? If you'd like to follow the show on social media, there's links in the description below. You can follow our uh, Twitter and our Instagram. My personal Twitter and Olive's personal Twitter is in the description below. Uh, we've spoken about Discord quite a few times here today. Join the party. Join the party. I'm streaming there now. Uh, yeah. So you can always come in, have a laugh, have a giggle. Um, I think something else we should start promoting more on this end bit is Atomic Tabletop. Uh, yes. I actually recently got some feedback on Atomic Tabletop wonderful good stuff um no complaints which i guess is good um it's 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 fallout sorry let me rephrase that it's D D in the fallout universe yes all of us are dm there is myself playing ron gulman there's kyle playing kyle's playing dr victor steinman and we also have our friend chris who is playing you can get it gabriel yep Okay, I always want to call him Eli. Uh, um, it's a fun time. There should be a new episode coming out soon, if not already. Uh, yes. It's episode four? I think so. I think it's episode four. Uh, it's the story of these ragtag misfits who kind of met up haphazardly and are now inside of the DC wasteland trying to make a name for themselves. And they may or may not install communism yeah uh (laughs) so check it out you can find it on our youtube channel you can find i don't know if you've uploaded all of them audio 
to I the podcatchers. Uh, but you can definitely find the show on YouTube. Uh, they're like three hours long. It's a it's a D and D podcast. We have two fucking podcasts. That blows my mind. I always forget that. Um, All right. Uh, and again, if you want to ever talk about any of that, you can jump in the Discord. Talk to us at nauseum really about it. Uh, if you like the show and you want to support in any way, we do have a Redbubble. There's a link to the Redbubble somewhere. Uh, and you can go and get yourself a shirt, a mug, a sticker, a duvet, a shower curtain, a clock, a block, um, a book, maybe? Yeah, I think you get notebooks. Probably um, get a book. It's a book of and- all the game. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have a Patreon, which I brought up earlier. Uh, we really want that helicopter, guys. <laughs> Um, the Atomicopter. <laughs> the Atomicopter. No, we don't want a helicopter. Um, but we have some people we have to thank who support the show, who throw us a couple bucks every month to make sure the show gets bigger and better. And the winners of the Oscars are the Friendly Companion Cube. Thank you, Cube. Very good man. Very good, good man. We also have Noah. Thank you, Noah. I hope you're. I know doing where you well. live. We have Gage. Gage, thank you for not only supporting the show, but supporting the Discord. Thank you. We have Mason. Hey, Mason, thank you for supporting the show. And Jordan with a Y. Jordan with a Y. Jordan with a Y was in every stream I've had so far. So hello and thank you. Yeah, I've only had like two. But still, thank you. Yeah. I think that's everything. I think that's all. Uh, I'm going to go take my aggression out on a copy of Brink for the Xbox 360. Cool. Um, I'm, I wish you luck. Like, why did they, like, why did they even make the game that they made? Like, why did they, like, you could have, it could have been such a cool idea. It could have been so good. It could have been so good. It was such a neat idea. It was parkour and it was guns and I'm jumping and I'm shooting and I'm riding and I'm sliding and I'm fucking playing. And then like you beat the five levels and it's not hard. And it could have been, it could have been a fucking, it could have been like an Overwatch fucking like before Overwatch. It could have been Overwatch before we had Overwatch. It had fucking potential, but no, it was fucking $60 and it was a fucking piece of flaming horse shit. Fuck that game. Fuck everything about that game. I'm so upset. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast.